0: Hey
1: gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Goods Podcast. Today's guest is Indie Rocker's Human Juice Box. Now, they go by Indie. But they also uh, venture into the land of the psychedelic and the jams. So they have the crunchy jams and the psychedelic sounds and the foot pedals that make things repeat and go. So they do all that stuff, but they maintain this like indie sort of feel. They're awesome. I love their album, their last album at least. That's the only album I've listened to. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Still love you guys. But their last album was Portrait of June. They're currently writing and recording their new album, or I think it's written... I think they're just recording their new album. And so be on the lookout for them. They're also playing along with Greenacre Sessions, the band I've been playing with, at the second annual Sacred Harvest Music and Arts Festival. You can get your tickets now. Now now this this show you can get your tickets. I, I believe it's called the Sacred Harvest Music I think that's the name of the the name. That's the address for the actual festival. So here it is. And so it's <clears throat> sacredharvestmusicfest.com is where you can get your tickets. You can follow them on Facebook and we got it's just it's an awesome lineup you got local favorites of course most of the a lot of the bands have been on this uh, not most of them but a lot of the bands have been on this uh podcast so we got the funk factory you guys know them human juice box that's this one Greenacre sessions i've talked to a couple of those fuckers cactus jack uh, let me see, Stonehouse, I just talked to John from Stonehouse, and uh, I'm in talks with Boccano. so that's some local love. Oh, Waxtastic, duh. But then we got headlining Desmond Jones, Chris Hauser of the Works, Electric Orange Peel, I believe out of Columbus, and Subterranean, somewhere, they're from somewhere. Anyways... There's a lot of great bands on here. You can go check out go to uh, go check out the website, get your tickets now. It's sacredharvestmusicfest.com. Uh, Human Juice Box are going to be playing there. You'll be able to see them live, and I believe that's their next show. I didn't see anything on their Facebook coming up. Uh, you could also catch me and Reina this Saturday, the 18th August 18th, 2018. Wow, I had to think about that. Uh, we're going to be in Adrian, Michigan at Hooligans from 9 to 12 a.m. Well, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m., not 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. That would be quite a gig. Uh, and then – oh, this is fun. I'm just looking at my calendar right now. Uh, I'm going to be playing with – I'm not sure if it's. they're going under three too many or whatever i don't know what they're going under but asa my buddy asa who's been on the show um he's doing a spot on wtol around 9 a.m next wednesday the 22nd august 22nd so if you want to catch me on the news wtol i don't know which one that is i don't know if that's channel 11 or 36 i don't have that memorized uh (laughs) and then so august 24th uh, is the Sacred Harvest Music Festival pre-party. And this is with Cactus Jack, Wax-Tastic, and Green Acre Session, which we're really excited about. And that's where we're going to be announcing the winner of the second annual Sacred Harvest Music Festival uh, ticket giveaway, which is still going on. You have time to go. And you, you go to Green Acre Sessions on Facebook. So it's facebook.com slash Sessions and then like our page, first of all, and then like the video that's up, share it. It's the video, you'll see the video. It's the video of me and Jason acting like jackasses. Uh, (laughs) You share that video, you like it, and if you tag two people in the comments, that's two entries. So share and like video publicly, because we've had a lot of people sharing it, and it's private. Which I thought it was a silly thing for Jason to add that in the video and I was going to cut it out. But apparently we've been having problems with people not sharing it public. So good call, Jason. Uh, I just thought it was like his his uh, uh, overthinking dad brain going for it. But it's all good. He, I th- he has three kids. He, he, he has a dad brain. <laughs> Anybody with any kids has dad brain. Uh, anyways... Uh, So make sure you share it publicly, like it, and then that's your first entry. If you want that second entry, uh, tag two people in the comments and uh, that's your second entry. So another chance to win. Jason's been doing a great job. I, I big ups to Jason because his ass has been keeping a spreadsheet and keeping track of the people who actually are eligible to win. And I have to say there are a lot of people who didn't follow the directions. So there are some people who are not entered. So if you are those people, make sure you entered correctly. Anyways, um, yeah, that's about it. We're, we're, uh, we're talking to Human Juice Box, uh, Green Acre Session, got a couple shows. Uh, also, we're playing at 6 p.m. in downtown Sylvania on August 25th um and i was supposed to be in austin but i'm not going to be able to make it this year for labor day so i'm going to go check out hookah acoustic hookah uh it's we're going to check out the saturday night it's uh, september 1st at hookahville they're having the whole old lineup well hookah 2.0 with ed mcgee and cliff on bass and i think johnny's on the congas again and is his name eric on drums drums and so we have the hookah 2.0 back together super excited i got like 20 people well i don't but my friends i have like 20 friends who live all over the country who are flying in specifically for saturday night september 1st uh at hookahville so there's like 20 of us just mobbing to this show Uh, i think it's gonna be a great show i'm excited i'd rather be playing music in austin and corpus christi and new mexico with skanks roots project which you can still go check them out go to skanks roots project to facebook you'll see their tour coming up our tour that was i was supposed to be a part of but i'm not and i'm super sad about it uh, so we're playing the flamingo cafe in austin and oh man it, I love the Flamingo Cafe. I love Oz. Oh, my God. It makes me want to just go and, like, steal a car and sell it just for, for uh, money to get down there. But I don't have that. And some other things happened that I can't go into that is preventing me from going to the uh, to the show. But also, seven, uh, September 7th through 9th is the Sacred Harvest Music Festival. So, remember... Sacred Harvest Music Fest.com. Get your tickets now. Got a ton of good shows, a lot of local heroes, a lot of regional heroes. I'm excited. Um, from what I heard and from what Wax you guys heard from Wax Tastic is that it's going to be awesome and it's going to be small and controlled and contained and not out of control. And, um, but that's awesome because some of these festivals can get nuts. And uh, the way that these guys are doing the festival, I think, is a perfect way to do it. Uh, just sort of keep it small, keep it simple. And, um, yeah, big ups to Waxtastic. Uh, let's see. What else have we got going on? September 8th, uh, Green Acre Session at the Beer Stube at 6 p.m. Uh, September 14th. Rain and I will be doing an acoustic duo at the Coco House in Temperance from 9 to 12, 9 p.m. 12 a.m. And then Greenacre Sessions, September 21st at Village Idiot. That's a Friday. We start at 8, I think. I don't know. And then the 22nd the day after is at... So- Whoa. At Sodbusters. Sorry, I just burped into your ear. <laughs> Anyways... Um, that's what we got coming up. You can also write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, what you don't like, what you like, positive, negative, whatever it is. You can send it my way. I I, I can take it. Uh, you can also leave a review on iTunes. Go, or you can subscribe on iTunes. You can leave a review on Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. You can leave reviews, share everything you could do you can also head over to the barren wasteland that is the we speak english good.net website which is just 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 sad and this is what i send to my potential guests so it's just like here's my sad website you want to talk to me and you want to meet in some weird place and talk on microphone anyways yeah I have been it's been a busy morning so far actually. Um, you can see my story today. Uh, I put together a quick demo for a potential client who hired us to write a song. That all they did was provide lyrics, and then they want a, um, a like a '60s R and B type sound. Um, the way I recorded it is just the methods they kind of use. Not not like the recording methods, but like kind of the way they. Uh, they play their instruments. So there's just like eighth notes, like, Ding, 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 ding on the piano. And there's uh, some organ in there, and I'm hitting on the, the, you know what? Why don't we just, I'm just gonna insert it, and you guys can listen to it. It's just a demo. It's nothing, nothing yet, but it will be something. So I'm gonna play it, and then we'll come back and we'll get into these guys. And mind you, I haven't mixed it. I haven't mastered it, nothing. This is just like tracks that I half-assed mix. And then reina's got to put her vocals over it and then we're gonna send it to the client see if they like it and if they do like it we'll keep working on it and we'll develop it and um and then they want to actually record in a studio so what we'll probably end up doing if it gets this far is take uh hire some musicians out out in san diego and record over at tim felton's the kitchen too because um, he has the, the sound that this girl is looking for. The only thing that will be challenging is getting her vocals on it. So, <laughs> anyways, I like this song. I, I find it interesting. It has uh, I like the way it progresses. Uh, it starts in like a minor blues. Just sort of like this vamp between G minor and C minor. And then it switches gears all, all together. And goes into this major vamp. Which is, it, it changes... From, let's see, it's B flat, C, and G. So it changes from the minor to the major, and it's just fun, man. Like, I just love how it sounds. And me and Raina kind of, I had like the idea of how to approach the song, and I kind of had the chords. And then Raina kind of added her thing, and we just, uh, it, it, it was nice. It was a good collaboration between me and Raina, who, who is a vocalist and who was writing on her ukulele with me. And she's an instrumentalist now. So, super proud of her. Way to go, Reyna. Hey. Uh, So, let's listen to this quick demo. And remember, don't be too judgy. And then we'll come back and get into Human Juice box. That is the song. It's not perfect. We haven't went through and, you know, made all the proper mixes and edits and stuff, but this is just sort of the skeleton and the idea. Raina will lay down some vocals, and if our client likes this, like, minute and a half uh, demo, then we'll develop it into a full song. And then if she wants to take it further, because she does want to have that 60s sound and everything, so we'll have to probably record it on the tape. Um, I, we'll probably take it out to uh, The Kitchen 2, my buddy Tim Felton, who's we've been working with. He's been on the show. You should definitely check out his band, Surefire Soul Ensemble. If you like the funk West Coast style then you'll like this, um, you'll like them. And uh, check out Coal Mine Records too, that's their label. Uh, they have a bunch of awesome funk bands. One of my favorites is It Could Be Shakedown, Badasses, Monophonics, Badasses. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the song and um, let's just get in the human juice box. I've been going on long enough. Here we go.
2: Welcome aboard.
3: We are
1: recording. Excellent. We did it. We're here. Right on. Well, thank you guys very much for inviting me out to your bungalow, this sanctuary. O- thanks the thanks sanctuary this sanctuary, this oasis. In sanctuary of jam. In, wait, is this is mommy. Is it considered mommy still? It's Holland. Holland not Europe. Don't so, get it messed up here. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Holland, I Ohio. certainly will not get it twisted. Um, oh, well, let's start by introducing ourselves. Uh, we'll start over here with John. Um,
2: yeah, my name is John Bonamigo, um, I'm the rhythm guitarist and partial singer in Human Juice Box.
3: And I am Elliot Phillips, and I'm the bassist
4: and background singer. I am Chris Rogie and I play
1: guitar, lead, rhythm, and, uh, and I sing sometimes as well. Right on. So is there like a central singer, or do you guys just all sort of take on the...
2: Yeah, I, I think it depends on the song. So we all have our own songs. Um, this new album, Chris is singing about 75% of the songs. Okay. Last one, I sing a lot. So it kind of just depends on who made the song up generally and stuff like that.
4: I kind of got more comfortable with singing in, in the last like, year and a half. So kind of discovering my own voice and where it sits with our band. And it's it's been fun.
1: Dude. Was it scary for you? Was it scary when you started singing? Uh, no.
4: Really? Yeah. When I was younger, I guess I was in choir or whatever. Yeah, you kind of get over that real quick. Yeah, but then when uh, I stopped for a really long time, because I just I wasn't into it, and then I, one day I just kind of woke up and realized, you know, it's, it's do you want to be a musician or not? Right, well, pissant. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Exactly. Do you want to be a musician or do you
2: want
3: to be a pissant? So.
2: Well he's been singing um he's been singing background for since
4: we've been playing so he's
3: been in a band for like eight, nine years maybe. Oh, so
4: okay. it's been
1: a yeah. lot so of practice. Has it been different variation, different names, or has it always just been sort of the same little It's been
2: us with different drummers. And we've always drummers been human what the What's
4: drummers? Yeah. What's the
1: problem with drummers? I think well, we don't want to put anybody drummer, out
4: right? there. Well, <laughs> our first drummer died in a tragic gardening accident, which we, we don't really don't ask any questions about that. Fun. But
3: Already said best left unsolved. Yes. Yeah.
4: Okay. Second one just quit. Third one was a really good artist in the Toledo scene, and then um, got the glass floor, and he actually wanted to focus on that, so he left. Mm.
2: And we've had our James, James, our drummer now for I think almost two and a half years. Yes, I think? And he's I mean, the longest
4: one. Recreationally smokes marijuana. <laughs> As a, a career. As a career. Yeah. So that's a, that's, that's quite that. a
1: career option. I mean, how do you even sign up for that? Oh, uh, well, see, really you you're, just <laughs> you're just born into it. You're just born into it. It's a legacy. It's left by parents. Uh, uh, the only reason why I was asking you if you were scared is because I recently started doing backups, and it's terrible. And I'm just so self-conscious about it. And, yeah. like, so I've never, like, I've sang... When I was a kid in choir or chorus or whatever. Yeah. Choir chorus. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever that was in middle school church, whatever. Uh, it's just, it for me, it seems like it's a very vulnerable thing to have to start doing, but it seems like you've been doing it and you're pretty comfortable with it.
4: Well, yeah, I've been thinking about doing like a little solo thing, going off on my own, but that I'm actually more nervous about. Hmm. But when I get on the stage with my best friends and we're playing our songs, And when I sing, it actually gets me really riled up. So, and it it makes me way more into it Okay. than I would be, if if I'm just not singing, like if we played a whole show where I wasn't singing, I'd I'd become like a really like enclosed, yeah. And I'm like, not even really looking at anyone in the crowd. But then when I'm like forced to get up on the mic, I'm much more awake and vibrant and and feeling it more. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. I'm out in the
3: back. Uh, well, I'm on the side there, okay. you know, normal bassist spot, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do a little background singing, but nothing crazy, and then um, honestly, sometimes I don't even have a microphone, and I feel like I can just focus on my instrument more, which I think uh, is a lot more helpful.
1: Was it a challenge for you to uh, play bass and sing at the same time?
4: It is
3: challenging. Uh, I don't know why the individual it's notes...
4: He actually than, uh, used to sing a lot more. He used to do... Like, we used to rap a little bit. We had that oh, L Yeah, our first yeah, album we, was
2: a little more, like, straight-up funk. Oh, okay, bit. yeah, yeah.
3: We dabble in a lot of different genres, uh-huh. so we're kind of all over the map. But that's kind of a good way to go about it. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, do you think... Because we were kind of talking before we started. Do you think that's kind of why you're getting it? I mean, because I assume... Just by listening to what you guys have recorded, that you're not really jamming shit out. Like, I mean, you probably jam out, but not, like... I'm not saying like extended jams, like something.
2: Well, live sometimes we can. We have a couple songs. I'd say about four or five where we can, we can add about ten minutes of jams on the oh, end. Oh, okay.
1: So you do. But it depends. You yeah. Know. yeah. But you don't want to. You're not considering yourself like a jam band. No, not I don't know. So. Our
4: recordings are more tame than our live performance. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times in the process of like writing a song, it'll start off with just a couple chords that you are kind of thinking about. Well, it'd be really nice to have like a few, like a you know, an extended jam with this. But then you. You know, come up with different chords to make it more of, like, fit into, like, a pop song yeah. sort of, like, uh, format. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you'll have, like, a few sections where it is jam, mm-hmm. you know? But we've always been into jamming, you know? Uh, but that's not really what we're trying to sell ourselves as, but we do fit in well with the jam bands. Yeah. Because not everybody's up there, you know, in, like, the indie alternative scene. Like, not everybody's up there, you know, doing harm- lead, like lead harmonies and, and hitting yeah. solos, like, you know, like that... More like a classic rock band, I guess. But yeah, right, right. So definitely more structured. We fit in more with with the jam bands. But all our like music comes from jams. Like
2: m- we don't we don't really create lyrics beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we we play songs without lyrics for a really long time, like maybe two to three months sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll we'll give them stupid names, and Dance. then it becomes a song initially. But
3: yeah, um, we have one called Temporary Coldplay right now. Working title.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can't even give
4: it, and it doesn't even sound like a Coldplay song either. It just I don't know why we call it that. Why it's called temporary. Country or like goth? country country goth. goth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's more of like an idea behind maybe what to write a song about. Yeah,
1: I I can relate to that completely. I was in this hip hop band who would have a lot of that kind of stuff. We would just jam out, and then we would start extracting material, mining material from these jams, right. yeah. and then we had to categorize it so we can reference it, right? Yeah, and then so you would have shit like. Um, <laughs> The, the Tupac song or like um, yes. m- the one that sounds like Black Alicia or like um or Caleb's dad's dead or like you know like <laughs> shit like that whatever it is yeah it just helps you remember it that was, it was pretty bright. dark well it, the I mean like as you guys know when you guys are in a situation when by yourself shit can drift right shit can drift the, the lines get blurred I, I was just t- I was just talking to this comedian the other day and I was talking about like uh, I don't know how much you guys know about comedy or into comedy.
4: Uh, I enjoy a lot. You hate. Like, I hate laughing. I don't like it's laughing. the <laughs> worst fucking uh, thing
1: I ever know. We think we're really funny. Well, <laughs> like we. So did we? That's why we started a podcast and Amid- now <laughs>
4: comedians,
1: really. Well, I was talking to this comedian out in San Diego, and I was telling him about like. Um, I think the closest thing to like. A table like like uh, a comedian's table you know like where the comedians sit and they talk yeah. shit the shit that they can't really say on stage without being well nowadays Too vulgar yes i would say like the van is like our version like a musician's version of like the comedian's table at the comedy club. oh right because like, like it's just the worst shit ever and especially when you have me involved because like I have microphones and shit so like sometimes we have to go back and cut shit out. So <laughs> those <laughs> extended tours you're what just up? like, "Oh, uh, well I'm pretty sure I was talking shit about that other band and I know they're going to listen to it." let's just fucking <laughs> So, I don't even know why we got there. Uh, but Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So <laughs> so so do you guys have a particular way of writing, or is it like however it comes? Like, do you, Chris maybe you have like a little riff that you want to jam and you bring it to the table, or is it always like this organic thing that sort of happens in the in the jam? It, it,
4: it starts with somebody usually brings an idea to practice, and then you kind of just everybody sort of works their parts out. Um,
1: it's okay. Who's that? That's, that's, his, my that's brother. his
4: brother. Oh. He just wanted to come out and read. That's my Um <laughs> yeah. Taking the reading spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Usually somebody brings an idea to the uh, to the practice space, and then everybody sort of forms out their parts, and then just work on the song continuously until it becomes like a uh, something, song. Some, yeah, something that we can play live or record or.
2: I'd say like one out of ten times though, it's like organic. Like mm. we'll like literally just be like sound checking a little bit before practice, getting our amp set up. And maybe Elliot's playing something and then it all just kinda kicks in. Yeah,
4: lately that's been some that's of been the That's been something that's been happening been really a little fun bit. More lately and it's been cool. But
2: I like
0: that. Yeah. That's
3: yeah. cool. So we all bring a little thing to the table.
2: But the lyrics don't happen until we us three usually sit down at maybe Chris's house or one of our apartments and like we like literally have to sit there and think, yeah. Okay, we're writing a song tonight. Sometimes it can be pretty we have painful. to just write it yeah, at night. We not allowed to it. leave Unless it's Ooh, rest. I like that, I
1: like that So you like woodshed it And it, you, like no one's leaving the woodshed yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it takes like an hour Sometimes yeah. it takes like four hours Yeah,
3: Chris starts playing Led Zeppelin halfway through it And uh, <laughs> way off He's <laughs> like, yo, let's just get the lead out real quick <laughs> um,
1: so, Okay, so then you guys all focus on the lyrics so, so you guys take a pride in your lyrics then I mean, it seems like it, th- that's the hardest part Of forming a song Definitely then. I think we have some
2: pretty s- I think we have some songs that are pretty well written some of them obviously are not that good but
1: <laughs> oh shit alright <laughs> well some dive. of them
2: some of them like in his uh, opinion so your Def- b-sides no, you got, everybody's stuff. got b-sides everybody so got b-sides it took us a couple albums yeah. to get like used to writing I think oh of course so
3: definitely we're on our fourth fourth album no, right wow. now wow so.
1: how are you guys recording? Um, Bigfoot Studios Yeah. Okay. me Bigfoot studios. Me, yeah. studios we everybody got a guy. Travis
4: Travis Guyman's the sound engineer nice really good Okay. He's really expert. Records with artists such as...
2: Oliver Hazard, uh, yeah. Nolan Twos, uh, Bacano, yeah, Bacano and a bunch of other, like...
1: Oh, Bocano did their last album with it? Yeah, like the, the, okay. um, I think it was...
2: Eggs a, or a, a, Eight eggs or something, live eggs or something. Yeah.
4: Eating eggs. <laughs> Eating eggs? eggs. <laughs> Pickled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Egg farts? Uh, My girlfriend's soulmate. eggs. My
1: girlfriend's <laughs> eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't think it was that. Um... <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's what, kind of like, what, what's your musical background? What's your lineage? Do you, uh, We're going to talk specifically to John here, and we'll go around. I just, okay. I'm always interested in this. Like, uh, Do you come from a family of musicians? Yeah, or you so okay.
2: um, my whole family started off in band. I think I was forced to. My whole mom's side, my dad's side, everyone played an instrument in band. So... I played trumpet, my sister played clarinet, and my brother played French horn. Mm. I, I ended up not liking that, so I quit that for about four years. Bleeding. And um, begged my dad for a guitar, he bought me one, and uh, that's been what my focus for the past, I think, about 15 years now. So,
1: So like, like how professionally like, did your mom teach? Like, oh, no, but, it was, I mean,
2: all they're all musicians, though. They, they know how to play. My mom played flute, so.
1: And how far did she take it?
2: Uh, they played till college. Oh wow! So my dad mm. was actually a trumpet player in a band when he was a kid. Ah. Like a, like a, not it's not a ska band, but it was like a more of like a like a big band, I guess. But oh yeah yeah. Um. So yeah, but That's cool. I don't know how to play trumpet anymore. I
1: don't think. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I can pick it up and play. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then so when you started guitar, what, like how like well. I knew t- nothing. Oh, okay. So you're the rhythm, right? You just said that. Um, I can play some. I play leads too, but uh, I'm mostly
2: I like a rhythm player. Okay.
1: So you just like you're like I'm gonna learn some chords. Learn how to Actually, I started
2: off as a lead player in the band.
1: Oh, okay. And Chris, and he moved rhythm really rhythm. quick.
2: He moved, I knew nothing. He moved really <laughs> quick though. Like ah, uh, he uh when we when he started the band he was like playing. I like he. I think he knew like four or five chords. Well, yeah, and then I had
4: a very traumatic head injury, and then all of a sudden I was good at guitar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there like something was. Yeah, yeah, it really was something. <laughs> so he does about eighty <laughs> percent of the leads, maybe seventy,
2: and I I do my part sometimes when we're jamming and mm-hmm. if we're doing like a harmony
1: of some sort or something. But um, yeah. So you you didn't go you didn't nerd out and like try to be the greatest jazz musician ever known to man.
4: No, he used to be the best metal player, known to man. When he was like 15 years old, we, the first practice we brought him into, he like started playing this Ozzy Osbourne song, like we're like, all right, this is your tryout go, and he was just off something like, (laughs) loud assault, yeah, we were like, holy shit. Which at 15.
1: You're in. <laughs> yeah, at 15, that's like the, the coolest thing you've ever seen, right? Yeah. like, wow, that's you could do that. Fucking and Randy Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the guy who sold my parents my first shitty acoustic guitar. And, like, it was, like, a terrible guitar. The action on it was probably, like, an inch and a half. It was just the re- most ridiculous thing in the world. And I remember the dude who sold it to him, he looked me dead in the eyes, and he just started going boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom! Like on one string, and he was just bending it, and he was looking at me like he was really doing something. He's like, "This is what's up," you know? and I just <laughs> melted. I was one like day. his, like he's like, "Take me home with you." Yes. And like now, when you think back at it, he was like just this asshole who worked at a store, sold a really bad guitar to this stupid kid, and their stupid parents. So it's like, uh, oh, but and whatever. That, and and you're now you're here, but it's impressive, you exactly. know, like those kind of things. Yeah, and here we are. We're, we're hanging like, out. Yeah. Right man. Full circle, we're, right? We're friends now. That's cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> Here we Can are. I call you about my marriage problems? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> like, please don't. <laughs> How old are you guys, by the way? You guys look a little younger. We're all 26, I 26, think. 26? Yep. Yeah. Yes, and you guys are high school buddies and everything? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go way back. Like like preschool? Like where? <laughs> Me and
4: John have been friends since first grade. We used, yeah, to, we used so to walk good. to school together. I met Aww. these guys in high school. So. <laughs> and we met only in high
1: school. That's very cute. Well, let's go to Elliot. What's your lineage, man? Well,
3: uh, nobody in my family is musically inclined whatsoever, <laughs> except for me. Your <laughs> grandpa? They, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my grandpa. Yeah, it has uh, to. Be he'd be rolling over his grave right now if I said that. Uh, what did he but, play? Uh, mandolin. And, oh uh, sweet yeah, was very, he, play, he was very Italian So he played some oh. Really Italian Mandolin songs Super like, trippy like shit some
1: shit on the Godfather I, yeah. Pretty much he like that He would record yeah. it too And it it's
3: like really good Yeah we uncovered and, tape We uncovered like, some of his tapes And they were pretty uh, Pretty,
1: pretty Italian
3: <laughs> yeah. Italian psych I think it's that would super be super cool
1: <laughs>
4: Like it is Really dope Like
1: he has like Professional Like not not just like The little like Four track test cam On a little cassette tape You we are talking about Like real to real shit Oh, no, it was yeah, like a cassette. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a lower track. cassette. But it came out like, sounded solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's cool. cool. It's like some little what? folk songs mm-hmm. and stuff that
4: were... I think we actually
2: yeah. put
1: some of it in reverse on one of
2: our
5: albums. Yeah, no, on well, the well, end, well, end, well, end well, of uh, Songs well,
4: of the Sun, Hidden Track. That's us. It's, uh, reverse. We use the same tape recorder, but it's, it's us. us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the,
1: the tape recorder?
4: It was it was his well, grandpa's tape recorder that... Yeah, when he passed away, he. I got it from him, so... And that's what we'd listen to recordings on, his... Grandfather's recording Yes, Sweet. But That's we'd use cool. it To just record in this Like house that we Hung out at a lot When we were like 18 uh-huh. And we made a song Called Angel That never really got released But we would listen to it On the tape And then when you would Rewind it Because it was analog It played in reverse it And it sounded really, really creepy It sounded seven. like Like you yeah, know It's really psychedelic <laughs> Yeah it just sounded creepy It was just like Pretty but like Weird so
3: uh-huh.
2: Pretty weird Anyway yeah, Pretty weird <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway
3: But yeah then I got a Base when I was probably in the eighth grade. It was a California base, which is just a Walmart brand, basically. <laughs> and uh, California
1: base made in Taiwan.
3: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I think uh, the first riff I learned was Iron Man. Hell yeah! And. um... Yeah, and some deep purple and that was about it. I think that's a lot of people's <laughs> that, first is ones, first. Right? that is the first. That's definitely. It's, it's uh, smoke black, on the water smoke yes. on
1: the water and black sad and iron man. Uh, and then you would you feel so accomplished. <laughs> He did. Like,
3: brr, I remember I told my dad to come in the room, and I was like, what am I playing? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, your dad seems like he would be into that kind of thing. Yeah,
3: he's a music guy, too. And uh, he plays? No, he likes to he, he likes to listen more than anything. He has he a, a finely
4: tuned ear. Yeah, that's nice. what he would say. So
1: he has a good taste in music. Yes. Well... Yeah, he does. Yeah, all he no, does. No, no, he 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 does. does. He's going to be
4: listening to this, so Raj, what do you say? <laughs>
1: but okay, okay, but I'm just curious, what would be the music that's not so great? that make him of overall oh. great taste of music. i j I'm just curious. I think just adult contemporary can yes. be like a little bit Perfect. like Kenny G are we talking? I don't know. I don't not really know. That, that, cheesy, that cheesy, but like
4: maybe <laughs> like I don't even know what it's called. Random <laughs> female artists that are like Yes. Like singer songwriters. <laughs> like carpenters yeah. or something. Like and not like even friend. just females the and carpenters, carpenters like, yes. Yeah like
3: and like the It's like weird pretenders right? yeah, 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 random yeah, yeah. adult yeah, that contemporary artists. That but uh, then he listens to like Zeppelin and Apollo and like bunch of new guys we always introduce oh. him to songs and yeah. he's blow his mind every once in a while yeah. Oh, that's cool so I
1: like I like it when people don't like, just turn off after a certain yes it's just like it's just like how this whole like like you'll hear like the old-school rappers talking shit about the mumble rap shit that's going on uh-huh. I mean yeah. Which makes complete sense. I agree with it. <laughs> no, I, it's hundred thirty five percent relatable. I do, but it, I agree with that. But it's still like something different, and it's pushing the genre somewhere, and so it's moving forward. I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. A lot of people enjoy it, and I'm not gonna take that away from it. I don't really care about it, but god damn it, that Fetty Wap song was dope. So like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't even remember how it went. So yeah, you're right. That was a good one. Yeah, the one that no Gotta one remember. Gotta make that money. No, it was like, it was uh, Keep going, John. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta spend that money. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that up. No, yeah. I think we got a new song going. Well, maybe. yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, record that's that. how oh, ideas wait. start, really. Just bullshitting.
4: <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should have you around more often when we're trying to write. <laughs> Mike, EP. Yeah, your My
3: availability EP. this week.
1: I can, I can help with your EP. God, that was just so stupid. Uh, but yeah, that wraps up my uh, background. <laughs> he's <So> like done, <laughs> done. Wait, yeah, so please, Chris. My tell background us. in music. Um, I don't know
4: if my family's really musical, I, but um, I ended up I got a guitar from my uncle, but he didn't really play much of anything, as, as far as I know. I never saw him play anything. But then I, I started the band like the next day because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is why I, I want got a guitar." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah I, hit. Yeah, I the, the next day. I naturally. might as well be in a band and <laughs> i got
1: this fucking guitar here i might as well I was like well <laughs> i like the, i love that rationality <laughs> well it's like That's i got so the. Awesome. i got the
4: gear so i must well use it <laughs> yeah. so anyways but
1: you, think is, you remember your first guitar
4: yeah it was like it was called a uh, global and oh, uh yeah. it was
1: like a les paul but it looked like really a les paul shitty. it was like an 80s yeah.
4: like lawsuit les paul that <laughs> <laughs>
0: lawsuit
4: les paul yeah paul. that never worked mm-hmm. correctly i uh, feel like but it looked cool yeah it looked legit and then hmm, what happened i took lessons like periodically you know learned some chords and then i i, I wanted to learn how to solo and, and i went to like uh this guy named randy sobel and, and he taught me how to play like chuck berry and like angus young and stuff like that it's like mm. sort of like basic solo Rock and roll yeah. blues. because that's what so, i wanted to do at the time yeah. i was like 15 years old so whatever and then uh Rock. and then i got older and i went back When I was in college, and I took a few classes in college, like, music appreciation, and I started getting more into theory and stuff like that, and started to get more into, like, different chord voicings and different, like, modes and, like, exotic scales and stuff like that, and so it's just, like, you have, like, a bunch of knowledge, but then, like, you know, you play play with soul, but you use the knowledge that you have, and it, like, comes out in this, like, you know, very black hole sort of, like... (coughs) Abyss. Abyss. And like people get scared or lost or like happy. Excited. Excited mm-hmm. or you know. There's a lot of different, emotions, going lot of different emotions circulating in the room and you're just Sexual? in the middle of it. Yeah, it can be but we're getting sexy as but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Something. I'm getting off topic. Uh but yeah, and then and now we're here and I just like to play. I can't imagine myself not being a musician. Mm. Um I'd like as though, Although I don't spend enough time on it as I'd like to, because I'm pretty busy with, like, my career. and. What's your career? Uh, electrician. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, blue collar, baby. It's pretty blue collar.
1: That's okay. This is a blue collar city, man. Like it, it is. It's fucking... You know, like, I don't know what this whole fucking thing is against people hating on blue collar jobs. Especially when you have people getting out of college with these, like, useless... Degrees And then they work at Starbucks. And they're working at Starbucks, working <laughs> oh, on that no. next big script they're going to sell. Oof. So, like, it, it's... To me, like, blue collar is one of those things where it's like, that is something that is definitely needed, and when the world ends, they're the ones who are going to be kings, not the fucking artist who is, like, right. died fucking right at the beginning because they just went in a hole and fucking shipped themselves to death. Well, and <laughs> that will not make def- sense. Trains are definitely on an uprise right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Exactly. And so... Uh, I don't hate on it. I was supposed to do that. I went to, uh, what was the, uh, when you're in high school, what do they send you to? When you're. Vocational school. Thank you. Yeah. I was the dipshit who was like, alright, you should probably go over there so you can graduate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I I that was the same way. I was like 15, rocking out, fucking, for me, I don't know, doing whatever I was doing. I didn't care about fucking school. Were you guys good students? No. Mild. <laughs> Mild. So I
4: became a senior and then I was like,
1: yeah. So nobody could tell me anything. Yeah, I'm
5: 18.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up, mom. I, I know
1: everything there is about <laughs> the <Everything. Everything>. room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you, so your parents seemed like they weren't really strict on you with the keeping up on the grades. You mm, not really. Uh, I don't know. Did, did they? Did you guys have encouragement from your family yeah. growing up to be to go? We with all have pretty, oh, pretty strong yeah.
4: family backgrounds. You know. As we, when we were growing up, so. yeah. mm-hmm. that's why we're all the, decent yeah, people. Yeah, the band's now. never been a problem, mm-hmm. really. Like, yeah, we've the
1: always encouraged. had time to do it, even in high school. So, yeah, that's good. There's a lot of people try to like, like force that out of kids and shit. It's just such a odd thing to do well, taking get get instruments
4: it. from children well,
1: well no no but no, 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 i get it but i mean you i mean like you gotta look and at destroying it from, them no. well i mean it's either that or like maybe they turn into poor begging musicians fucking you know living a hard life of well yeah, i think that's a stereotype for sure which but is yes, but it's true in exactly. some ways yeah some people
4: never you know what is the saying like a lot of artists never become famous until after they die so, yeah but that's go. Yeah, that's a very sad thing to think about, but it's also nice to have you know, don't have all your all your beans in one bag. I think it's eggs in one basket. Yeah, or something like that. Beans in one bag, I like that. Well, whatever. I just made that up. (laughs) But
1: anyways,
4: I like it. I like it. We're all I'm also Mexican. So is John. I'm not Mexican, no I'm not.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you are. You You gotta be
4: fucking kidding me. All this time I've known you not you're not actually Mexican.
1: (laughs) Chris, get what's your last name? mogie oh. Mogi, Rogie. Rogie?
4: Mowgli. You said Mogi. <laughs> Mowgli. Actually, it's Mowgli. Yeah. Um. Chris Mowgli. Yeah. Uh, I was born in the jungle, raised by wolves, and um, <laughs> his best friend's an orangutan. Orangutan. Oh. I think I've
1: seen Louis. this. King Louie.
4: Yeah, he's cool. I mean, yeah. he's kind of a he's kind of a douche sometimes. He wants to be human, but <laughs> he's
1: always fucking with coconuts. Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. <laughs> oh. You're uh, so so you're so you're Mexican descent. Half, yeah, half, half yeah. second
4: To put that question, you know,
1: to wh- bed, to what,
4: bed. Yeah, I am. What's the other half? I'm sorry. Oh, uh,
1: German. German.
4: Yeah. Yemen. That's Auro-ki. my mix. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Rom- my my mom's main name is Vasquez. So. Oh, okay. okay. Vasquez. I just went to pronounce it. Um,
1: my mom's Ramos. My dad's laufer And uh here I am. Yeah, here nice. you are. <laughs> yeah. you got more of the Mexican side though you I think boy, so yeah totally hmm. no, thanks I mean like so I South got Asia. I got the white side <laughs> of it
4: <laughs> well I it got... depends on the time of year at certain point I'm really pale and then yeah points, I'm like
1: right yeah tanner than everyone else yeah. <laughs> that's cool I guess <laughs> so you guys are working on a new album then huh? yeah what's 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 different from this album to from the last album? So, yeah, our
2: last album was actually a concept album. We like Sweet. decided to really focus and make every song like um, a character, a, a, a part of a story. And this one, we're kind of just kind of just doing whatever.
1: Yeah, it's just it's more of like let's just make songs up world. and just put it on there.
2: Okay.
3: Also, I think we advanced a little bit as musicians in, the, hmm. in this new album.
1: Oh yeah. How long ago was the last one
2: made? I think we released it a year and a half ago, maybe or a year ago.
3: Yeah, yeah, are
2: But we we wrote that one. It took us. It took us a while to write that one. Probably uh-huh.
1: a year or so. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Have all your albums been like, you guys go into the studio and record it, or has it been like first one, couple ones were just sort of on
2: Pro Tools in your bedroom? Or oh like no, we record everything at at oh, big cool. Pretty much
4: in a chunk, except for this one. We've only got like two or three started. This one's. But well, we oh. do have nine um, in creation right now. Yeah. This one's a little different than the last one. It sound-wise as well. the Last one was more, what more was aimed towards like an indie band sort of thing. I think we we're listening to like a lot of Mac DeMarco, and I was listening to like indie, like not indie, but um, like new wave '80s mm-hmm, sort of annoying. Yeah. And like uh, was a lot it? of like the Clash and clean guitar. <laughs>
2: right. And, um,
1: well, that's why I was confused. <laughs> that's why I was like, you, what? You guys are always when the bands bring you guys up, they always clump them in with them like Waxtastic and Cactus yeah. Jack i was supposed to talk to Bocano too. Um, which you should. Oh, yeah, I want to. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm really interested in this whole like jam scene because there seems to be like multiple jam bands at one time here. When I was here in like 2000, you know, early 2000s, like Hookah held court, and then there was this band. After I left, I guess Boogie Matrix oh, yeah, sort of like cool. held court here in Toledo. It's right. almost like
2: no one does right now. It's like everyone's just kind of moving with each other. Which
1: yeah, it's kind of cool. Which is interesting because like now everyone's sort of like on the same team and everybody's sort of supporting each other. And, right. Yeah, we have some nice
3: camaraderie.
1: There's a cool community. Like, and nobody's talking shit about anybody. Everybody's like very much like, well, on microphone. Depends on how you're talking. Not microphone. Depends on you tone. We've I've had to tell some people like, hey, I'm recording now. You should hold your shit talking for. When I after I first thought. no, but we we
4: love all those bands. And yeah. one thing that I think has really brought us together was Sacred Harvest Fest. I think that that's true was such a great idea to host something that's really fun and it's outside. Playing outside is like the best. And, yeah, and then you get everybody together at a party, and everybody has a really good time, and creates really nice camaraderie between the bands and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it's it's been a good idea and there was also a really rad party that was thrown for the old west end fest i don't know if you've ever been to that but yes. that was yeah, i played it really this fun. year that was a hell of a oh cool that was a hell of a time so
1: what was that oh. the arbitorium no it actually was just right off of it yeah it was or like
4: or actually just a little bit outside the west end sort of in the hood but it was close hmm. i hope they don't get mad that i said it was in the hood but can't it.
1: <laughs> oh all the sj dubs are gonna come <laughs> after you
4: um
3: put a target on your no, back no but it's bud. cool though because we can go to these
2: <laughs> things we can play with them and like have a really good time and then we can do go to do our own thing right and if we want to hit someone up and say hey we have a show like let's put something together no one ever like no one ever shoots it down i was like yeah sure let's try to get something going
5: together
4: so yeah
1: it, it's cool because it's just sort of like no ideas or bad ideas kind of
4: right <laughs> i mean because yeah. there are bad ideas. those obviously. bands are so great though because their other music seems so positive and funky and then we go up there and play and i feel like we sound like the most like Depressed fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> Why are these guys here? What are you, t- what, here, what what are you bro? talking what? about? I like, bro, I don't want to think about reality. Do yourself. No, <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, I'm
4: just kidding. But I think I think we need to like write some more loose stuff with this new album. I kind of the last concept was about like it was like about a, a girl character that we sort of, you know, sort of like your prototypical like hipster chick that you might run into in like Adam Street or something. Or, you know, and, and it had like a story behind it. But I wrote a lot of love songs. It was a good fodder for that. But this one, I think, I want or we want to write a lot more different topics that are kind of more loose, sort of funny, you know, and just really rocking stuff. More, yeah. More positivity, mm-hmm. just sort of not, I don't know, I think our fallback is when we get into a room together, we'll just, like, write, like, some sort of, like, love song. That's just, like, spew it out, Yeah. You know? But... There's nothing wrong with love. It's really easy to write that. Yeah, but because it's, like, most songs are like that. But, like, you know, think about stuff... You know, with different angles, different topics, different, you know, things that people might have more interest in. You
1: know. So. Yeah, no, I understand. So you kind of want to, without sounding fucking rude, uh, like you kind of want to play to an audience a little more than just playing for yourself.
4: Well, sort of. Yeah.
1: Kind of. I don't know. Our I album before that Portrait of June
2: was more of like, um, it was more of the style that we're doing now. It's like a bunch of songs that we like playing. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna go record them. There's yeah. no, each song doesn't have anything to do with the other songs. And they were like a little bit more up-tempo. We kind of lulled it down for Portrait of June. There's a couple songs on there that are pretty pretty like up there, but we're kind of bringing it back up now. We have like a lot of, yeah. like when we play live at the OT, we're playing a lot of songs off this new album. <laughs> oh, sorry. we've been
4: playing for like months.
2: It's like, we're out of
3: nine songs, we're probably playing five or six songs that are like new. Yeah, we hope to have like, at least two more by the time Sacred Harvest comes comes around. Mm. Um, try to unleash
4: it by then. Unleash. unleash. I like that. I like that. Cool. Well, uh, I feel bad for the public, really. <laughs> <laughs> the aftermath well, it, is going to be monstrous. <laughs> well,
1: it's like it's weird when you're trying to uh, when you're trying to like uh, pr- pr- uh, promote. Uh, when you're presenting new material, because you're just—I mean, it's new, right? And you but that's the best thing finished. about
2: it, because when you play new stuff, like your heart's in it, full mm. go. Feels. while wow, this is really fun Good. to play. When you play things for like a couple years, like even s- off our second album, we don't even play that many songs off it because we played them so much. It's like it's almost lo- like lost its fun to yeah, play. you almost go
3: time. through the motions when you're playing it.
2: So <laughs> we have like we have like probably four songs off that album that we've like have brought with us but like a lot of them we don't play anymore because it's just kind of you outgrown yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah i mean these are songs you wrote when you're like kid kids yeah, like and five years ago well yeah. not so
4: much we've made like three different albums you know the one we made the first one we made was very eclectic had different sounds to it and it was like a, an accumulation of like drummers and us gr- kind of growing up as musicians the second one songs for the sun was really fun to make, and it sounded more like a collective group of songs, I think. And then the last one was like so collective that it was a concept album. And now this one is just sort of our next one. I think, like what you said about addressing an audience, um, I think it's more. I think it's more like bar music.
2: Yeah, this next one time. is more fun to play out. Like this new album, I think it's going to be really fun to listen to, and it's really fun to just play out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that just kind of makes it fun to be on stage Got playing you. It too. Got
1: just a just a, a different way to connect. Like, know. one of the
2: songs is close to nine minutes or ten minutes long. When we okay, play it cool. And Which one is that? Santana. That song. And <laughs> <laughs> Santana <laughs> song. And it's really... Santana well, where song. Where have I been? So that, I don't we have don't have a name for it. That's you. a tentative name. Okay. But <laughs> it's one really things. fun. Like, we have a lot of dynamics in the mm-hmm. band when we play it. We go down to just a bass and a drum playing at one point. And I think it's, like, really fun because it kind of gives, like, whenever you play it, you look out and... Um, you can see people just—I don't know—like they can. It's just a little bit easier than when you're playing something that's a little slower. hmm
1: so. so, it's a more upbeat. Yeah. I, get, I want to sound beachy. Yeah. Uh, beachy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like SoCal or something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. What What's some of the, like what would be like a a band or a song that would be kind of what you were thinking of?
4: Like so. la's mixed with Santana. Santana. Uh, Okay. Oye cómo Oye cómo va Oye cómo va. Bali,
1: Bali, is that what it says? Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> that. I'm not fluent <laughs> in Spanish. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Portuguese, <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, which is close, kind of, not really at all. I don't have no idea we're talking about. Have you ever seen a map? <laughs> Jesus, No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to let him finish. That's, that's no, cute. I'm just
1: that was. Pff. Awful. Uh, no it was cute it was cute. <laughs> um, thank you so so Besides then what, we should we should play a song off your last album uh, if, if that's okay I'm just like I hey, let's do that.
4: June? June
2: or um, the very last song on the album it's not the same without you those are my two favorite mm. I think they have that like encases that album for me those two songs it's kinda clean guitar lots of effects lots of vocal effects Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> That's okay. It's totally cool.
2: But, um, yeah, I think those are the two best songs on the album. When I, when I listen to it in my car, at least. Okay, so which one should I play? It's Not the Same Without You. Yeah, not It's Not the, the same, same Without You. you. Yeah. Okay,
1: well, then let's listen to It's Not the Same Without You. And what's the name of the album? Um, Portrait of June. Portrait of June.
5: Direction, I wrote her songs, but nothing captures the way she made me learn to care for myself and others. Her body was a home, and her affection was a fine piece of art, that never faded over time. I've nothing left to say when words cannot describe the feelings that we cannot hide. It's not the same. It's about the same.
1: Right on. So, you guys said that the, the Portrait of June was more of a concept album. Can you guys kind of like give me the, an idea of what the storyline is? If you don't mind, you don't have to. I forgot
2: it. Well, Chris kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. It's it's about um, a fictional girl who has like problems in her life. She's sort of young.
1: Um, really, really hot. Dr- <laughs> no, super hot. Like hipster hot like girl. Like hipster yeah. girl. Freaking hot. Um <laughs> You guys have a girl. Was there a girl in
2: mind? Many. When you, I mean, it was a collection of all the girls in our lives. Yes, exactly. Like all the girls we've 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 Bad. known. <laughs> that's what he wanted. To say. I was just no, waiting no, for no, no. him we'll like, to say box. that. Yeah, like I, I that's felt. That's where he was going. I or, not, you know, or not? Or not? Or <laughs> not? Or the ones that got away. Oh. No, I'm kidding. But um, I think it's just about a, like an idea. of. Ooh, no. like, like, <laughs> all the people that we've met <laughs> and stuff, and people have troubles in their life and. Um, At the end, she ends up dying, and that's what the that song we just listened to. That's what's that's kind of like the remembrance of that person or that feeling.
4: That's why I said we're depressing. Who the fuck writes an album about somebody that dies?
1: Oh, come on! But that's reality. I mean, like you you don't that's reality though. That shit happens all the time. Hot chicks die, right? No they don't. <laughs> no, they don't they I, for, I f- was under the like so I, I thought they live forever. And they don't fart. No. <laughs> or shit.
4: Nope. Nope. But they pee a lot. But when they do, it's actually kinda cute. Pee for a really long time.
1: They pee for a long time. No I'm just five kidding. minutes. That's weird.
4: What the? <laughs> that's like a weird <laughs> Some sort twist. of bathroom fetish. <laughs> what well? right. Do you have the, I'm do kidding. you have a glass <laughs>
1: coffee table?
4: Um, no, I have a glass side table. Right. I don't know what that what means. The fuck?
1: We can, we can that
4: literally went right over my head. That's good. That's
1: good. I uh, know. I'm fucking. I'm a dipshit. That's all good. I, I'll, I'll admit it right now. I just. I'll just say stupid shit. Okay. And, and sometimes it lands. Sometimes it doesn't. I liked it. No, it's. Anyways, so you guys. So I'm a dipshit. What I was trying to say is <laughs> is that that sometimes, especially with, I don't know, certain types of music, it's all lives and positivity, which is wonderful. But like every nothing's the world isn't always positive.
2: Yeah, too, po- too positive can be pretty annoying sometimes. It's really annoying. Like, it's like... <laughs> like, no <laughs> one's so positive.
4: <laughs>
1: Who's happy, really? I mean. <laughs> mm, no, and, and, like, there's nothing wrong with happiness. No, I mean, happiness and sadness go together. It's fuck, but it's like... It, it, I, I'm just saying, like, there is a broader spectrum to the world that just... Positivity, which... which I'm not trying because personally I'm trying to stay more positive because I can tend to be pessimistic and I am an asshole like all the time. Ah, okay, <laughs> I'm with you. I feel like we have more in common than than we even know. Yeah, I
4: like, never met you before, but I t- <laughs> dude, I feel so close. We're vibing. I get you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna say that. That was stupid. All right, <laughs> um, that's cool. Um, I don't even remember <laughs> where we interview where. is going we're sideways. sideways. <laughs> It, really it was going to go stupid. Sorry, we're
4: goofing around way too much. All
1: right, next no, question. No, 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 you don't have to. <laughs> next question. This 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 uh <laughs> next question. <laughs> I, where were we? Did we, we? did we just lose? We're talking
4: you? about June.
1: We're talking about portrait. We of June. We kind of got it? It's just a story about Oh girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's set in reality. And, and if you listen to the just, album, you can kind of hear happy it out. happy fucking clouds all the time. It's, yeah.
4: It's, but that's now fun. the next album is going to be a lot happier. Well, Portrait of June no, starts out happy, actually. No. Yeah, there's a, a lot of you. happy
1: moments in the, in the.
3: But it ends tragically. It's kind of like so a.
1: I, I just feel like that. I sure personally, mind. I can relate to that <laughs> exactly. more than something that's just constant positivity. Like yes. I play in a reggae band still out in San Diego, and reggae is very based in fucking positivity. Right. right. But. um... But, like, even that gets annoying to me. Like, because uh, we'd play... I'd play a lot of, like, reggae festivals, and I'd just be walking around like, I just wish there was a fucking funk band around here or something. <laughs> something. A <laughs> like, of reggae. Because this is like, I don't know if... That would get old for me, too. I don't know if you guys are that familiar with, like, the Cali Roots thing that's going on right now, but it's, like... Um, it's like slightly stupid. You guys ever heard of Oh yeah? Like mm-hmm. it's kind. Of, they're like the kings of the castle right now over there. Kind king of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> um, but in Southern California, especially, there's well, most California. But uh, we play all these like huge festivals, and it's just like fuck, dude. Like I cannot take the shit anymore. Like I just want something different. <laughs> something so, different, yeah. So uh, I'm just saying, variety is the spice of life. That's,
3: Maybe we that's should. That's the best to thing
1: California. about our band. We have. We like do not limit ourselves mm-hmm. when we when we have a song yeah. to one brand. are mm-hmm.
3: all over the place.
1: Do you guys uh, do you guys like? What, what are some of the genres you might touch on?
3: Anywhere between hip hop to reggae and um, to
4: new wave to new wave, psychedelic to classic rock. We don't really get too deep into metal. A little bit folky. A lot of, uh, a lot of psych sounds too. I like a lot of noise music. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I could listen to like a solid noise track for like 30 minutes. Wow. Like, but not even really noise bands, idiots? but like when my favorite bands do noise, like Smashing Pumpkins or like huh. Tone Starts Bandit. Fusion. Fusion, yeah.
1: Like Fusion, like like fucking Weather Report Fusion or like... <laughs> oh,
4: what? oh, nice. Weather Report. What is that? What's it? Jaco Pastorius. There you go. Like two there elements go. coming together. That's the shit. Yeah. Flan- oh, yeah. It's yeah. a flan- really good flan- documentary about Jaco Pastorius.
1: That, do you guys ever see that uh, Netflix... Um, documentary? Jocko? Jocko? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. No. Such a sad story, but god bad damn, he's such a bad boy, man. Hell yeah, He was
3: good. Yep. Yeah,
1: I was remember really
4: putting that out. on. I wanted to show Elliot because he's a bass player and I was like, dude, you're going to love yeah,
1: this. Like, it's all about a bass player.
4: Hell. <laughs> and But no, but he had these, and he had these, I really like his bass, so sweet. super gnarly, like he sanded it down, I, I believe, and then he like took the frets off mm. and had this really cool harmonic, like thing It was totally his own, and I like how how he's like they said at the beginning, like he would just walk around and be like, "I'm the greatest bass player in the world," <laughs> and then people would be like, "Who is this what guy?" Is and then name? he'd play, and then people and then Chicago. and then and they'd be like, "Oh well, he wasn't kidding." He well, really that's is. how he got the
1: weather report, right? Like he yeah. was—I think it was what in Florida or something—he just went up to Mall or whatever the fuck his name is and was just like, I'm, "Yeah, I'm, I'm the greatest. Fucking hire me." And then somehow he got—I can't remember now. I'm fucking such a turd, but he had cool style <laughs> too. Oh yeah, dude, confidence. Exactly, he had like huge confidence and um, exuding, exuding confidence. Do you guys do you guys respect Secreting. that kind of though, like that yeah. kind of like Kanye West confidence? I don't know. Like uh, I never mind Kanye like, at all. No, I love Kanye West. Like I love his early stuff. But I, yeah, this whatever he's doing now with the Kardashians, uh, <laughs> I don't know where he's at. But whatever, uh, the. Just that, like, do you guys respect that, or do you guys borderline cocky? Yeah, I mean, but why don't why don't people like that? You know, why don't people like cockiness? Why why do people not like confidence? Like, why why is that like a bad thing? Confidence is good. Too much
2: confidence can become annoying.
1: But like, why is there too much? Like, why shouldn't people be confident? Being modest is a good thing sometimes.
2: Being confident, you can be modest and confident at the same time. But like, you don't want to be an asshole. Like some people were so some people were so cocky of themselves and I don't I couldn't even think of someone right now but like I think oh, I he can. does a lot of Got things it. that he
4: do to get as much publicity as possible. So like he'd be like you're at like the Grammys or something and you have the whole entire world watching you, you could do something that everybody'd be talking about tomorrow. Right. You could mean anybody could go up there and be like a nice you know, do something that's like ooh, just play the song. Right. You know. But he tries to do something that's like recognizable and like weird.
1: People talk about it, and yeah, for weeks. Videos, yeah. 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 So
4: I think it's probably why.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it is funny how he has like these mental breakdowns close to like album releases and shit. Um, the whole and and then you kind of see that kind of mindset, like with uh, Jay Z and Beyonce with their like Becky with the good hair thing. I'm sorry, I'm starting to go into. <laughs> no, okay. I love Beyonce. I'm sorry, Yonsei. Beyonce, dude. I love Beyonce She's fucking bomb But um, Yance Yes And Jay Z's awesome too I'm not gonna hate on Jay Z <laughs> But um, Beyonce. Yance She's pretty Beyonce. cool No I mean like got re- a survivor I
3: <laughs> don't
1: <gonna> give up You <laughs> gotta respect a woman Who's doing full on Fucking dance moves And just singing her ass off Like church style Oh yeah, talented. Like, for
4: hours We saw her sister play What's her sister's name Solange Solange she That was something else too though they had this really crazy stage. Where do you see, see, see her set up? Yeah, Mo-pop. she's a little Mo-pop. bit more artsy. Oh, yes, yes. She's a little
1: bit more artsy. She had that uh, album that Mark Ronson produced that was okay. Mark she, Ronson's
4: very cool. Yes,
1: I agree. Um, did you have to be somewhere? Like, no, do, I'm just do like you have a, to end by I'm just time?
4: nervous. I'm just looking at my watch.
1: Oh, that's okay. Uh no, we get Sometimes people have things to do. <laughs> no. Um, not us. <laughs> we have to not drink. at these
4: hours. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck! What were we just talking about? Solange, Mark Sol- Ronson.
1: There you go. Well, he produced that album, and she actually sampled a Thievery Corporation song, yeah. which was pretty cool. And that I bought the album when CDs were still something you bought. Oh, um, CDs are so cool. Yeah, they're awesome when they skip and they don't work. Anymore. Yeah, Spotify kind of so took
3: cool. over my CD world. Oh, fuck CDs! In the face. <laughs> so hard. I like CDs. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you like, man. I'm just
1: saying. I think CDs for like independent bands and stuff is still viable because it's more of a business card rather than, yeah, it's something that kids can take home with them, but other than that, they're just sort of coasters. Like, I don't have a CD player. My car barely has one. Yeah, my car is the only place where I can put a CD in. But I always appreciate when people give me CDs because that's really not, like, because it is a tactile thing you can sort of just walk away with, and I will listen to it in my car. Exactly. But, like, when I'm working or in the house. Oh, yeah, the only time I listen to
2: CDs are in my car. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's nice to put a CD in and just drive,
1: you know? Yeah. For sure.
4: Yeah, it's, it's a nice way to, like, listen to, like, how an artist wants an album to sound, too.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, because with the, like, single culture, right? Like, the whole iTunes culture, like, people mm-hmm. just like, oh, I just like that song, fuck everybody right, else. Right, yeah. But that's why Spotify is so awesome, because, like, you can it, You can just listen to the whole album. You don't have to just, like, go and buy one. It's like... Unfortunately, artists are getting fucked, but also independent Yeah, I think
2: that we get paid from Spotify, and you, you have to... Have someone listen to your song a million times, and get paid, like, a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's like, you get, like, a tenth of a penny per listen, Mm -hmm. which is so
1: shitty. Really shitty, but... um, It's it's, like, what the hell are you supposed to do? It's cool that your music was able to even reach that, but it sucks also that, like, you also need to eat... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. like the shows
4: pay for it though, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, but mostly. how long do you want to be on a road? I, I'm thirty five and I've been touring for a while. And like I tell you what, when I'm forty five, I am not gonna be wanting to sit in a van with a bunch of stinky fucking dudes farting and talking the same bullshit they have been for the last twenty years. Personally. But I do enjoy touring. I do enjoy fucking like we got to I got to go play South by Southwest this year. That was oh, all really Yeah, that's it was cool. fucking awesome. Like nice. the reggae band, so I'm actually at the end of the month, going back down to Austin because they like this. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, but, th- I mean, like, th- it's an amazing, p- it's amazing part of music now, but it's like, as you get older, I can see Like, I heard an interview with, uh, what's the guy's name from Weezer? Um, Rivers. 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 Rivers Como, or Como Rivers. or Cuomo. Cuomo. Como Rivers Cuomo. Rivers. Uh, okay, anyways. Almost got it. Yeah, Cuomo. Ah, Cuomo. Yes. Something. Rivers Cuomo? Cuomo. Is that it? Okay, he was talking about how infuriating it is that he has to go tour all the time, and he's like, "What? He's, he's almost fifty now. He yeah. has a family." Well, he they make kids. they
2: make rules up. Like these bands have a tour for her. so red hot, they have they have rules where if you tour for two weeks straight, you have to have two weeks off. Mm-hmm. So they do these things where you get your own time, right? And I guess like that. But two weeks th- is
1: still two weeks, especially to fifty-year-old people. I mean, think about the Rolling Stones. Those sons of bitches are still fucking. I don't know how they chicken there. dancing. Yeah, and a- shit. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Every, Every off time you off.
4: smoke a cigarette, Keith
1: Richards lives ten more five years. Minutes <laughs> five minutes longer. Five minutes. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Because so, what's the what, keep that in mind. what's the what's the ratio? Of each cigarette ten minutes off of your life or five minutes off of your life? Something like that. Yeah. So, but, but you go to Keith Richards. It yeah, that's where it goes, not
4: it forward. That's where that time frame goes.
1: <laughs> oh my God. There's something so funny about that thought. That Keith Richards is just like absorbed. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it's true. Keep smoking more. <laughs> that dude. I if you guys read that book that he wrote about the Rolling Stones. No, no. I've, I've come to hate reading books about, like, fucking artists that I love because I just hate them afterwards. Like, we yeah. were just talking about the peppers, the chili peppers, and scar tissue. You didn't like his book? I thought, well, I... You know, it was entertaining, but for me, to a certain point, when they get to just jet-setting and fucking models in Paris, like, I, I kind of tune out, because I don't relate to that. I said that to him earlier, really, we were talking about it, I was like, I, I don't... like don't, the, like, his troubles, he, like, well, like the the troubles, yeah. drugs
2: and
4: all
1: that kind of I like his like yes. sobriety side of it.
4: Mm. I like to, re- like, read about how he deals with that, and yeah. how, the things he used to do with that. I mean, it was, it's interesting, the stuff like you said. Right.
1: Well, I, I don't know. I, especially because this podcast is mainly about st- the struggle of an everyday musician, yeah. kind of. That's well, how he like finds peace to. in his life, but also maintains
4: being a musician and like and being a very successful band. Yeah. And then all his friends that are going through struggles too.
1: Right. Yeah. Because in the end, they're all just people, right? Yeah. It's what I'm I did. about
4: the way their peace smells. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What I didn't care for is his person, that the the person who he is. He is, like, this typical, which he's from Michigan, but yeah, he's yeah. this typical fucking, uh, like, SoCal douchebag <laughs> who I, I mean, like, I, I just, dude, they're abhorrent. And, like, he's fucking underage models, you know, like, he's a fucking <laughs> pedophile. Like, the way he fucking... Conducted himself as a musician in the way it, It's just like, it bothers me Okay, Like, I just don't like him as a person Love the red hot chili peppers You know, Be I Be careful I, I'm not talking shit about the peppers <laughs> But fuck Anthony is like That dude's a pedophile Fuck him But um, John's so pissed right I'm now I'm pissed I'm sorry, did you no, not it's... read the book? Were you not reading the same book He's as I did? He's read it like three times Yeah, I read it
3: He likes pedophiles
1: No <laughs> He's right. fucking under 18 year olds I mean, that's gross But I'm not gonna take away from the fact that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are an amazing band, and like they fucking inspired so much in my life. Um, I love Woody Allen's movies, but do I approve of the fact that he's fucking his daughter? Nah, that's weird. You know, it's like <laughs> the Cosby's. You know, Fine I enjoyed culture. the Cosby Show, but he's a fucking <laughs> serial rapist. So I mean, like you can enjoy art and not appreciate, and not the like person the person. That themselves. is true. There, there, I, I think there's a, there's a line. You know, I think. But some people, there's no line. Like, I mean, I mean, for you guys, like, like, our morals, no, no. I mean, you can have morals and still appreciate art by a pedophile. But like, you know, because I'm not gonna go fuck kids. That's not my fucking objective. Holy but, moly! But you know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there's art, and then there's the artist. People are people. People fucking are fallible, and they make mistakes. Well. But they can also make beautiful art. That's true. And usually, usually
4: most artists are kind of fucking the head, basically. Yeah,
1: and they're kind of gross. Yeah, I agree. I'm fucking We're nasty. all
4: actually pretty normal people. <laughs> we all good. lead pretty normal lives. We will have good jobs mm-hmm. at this point in our lives, which has been nice, because now we have a little more money to play around with right. stuff that's adult. Yeah. Um, but also, like, we do like to make music so i think maybe to bring <laughs> all of this back around <laughs> Sorry, no yeah, i didn't
1: I mean think to fucking turn it that's that. Right. but yeah. i was just curious we is, are pretty decent individuals that like to play music nobody nobody and no one but we have been through shit there but. is there's <laughs> nobody here that said anything about you guys being fucking terrible people yeah i and like i hope you didn't think that that's what i was no. trying to no. do or no, yeah. but but it just it gets it's, shit it's, gets, gets weird i mean <laughs> and shit gets passionate people get you know like, I, I mean, it's a big debate whether or not people fucking separate that shit. I mean, do you guys separate art from the artist? I mean, or is it like you know that Bill Cosby is this rapist and, like, I can't Well, some, it, some yeah. artists have good stories and some are terrible people. Right. Some people,
4: there's right. interesting stuff, like John said Van Gogh earlier, but he cut his own ear off. I mean, yeah. Well, for what reason that. would somebody do that? Well, he's a crazy-ass artist, but that's cool in some ways, you know. Sometimes yeah. they're the most interesting people, you know. I agree. But, um, you know. There's also decent people
1: that are become really good Like Human Juice Box
4: there for instance. Go. Human juice box. Like who's like a really nice guy that's a really famous like rad artist. Uh like
1: Pfft. Hall Hollow Notes. But what yeah. did he do? I don't know, I'm Bono, kidding. I guess, would be uh, like Bono. he's a human. There you go. Bono. I said Bono Gross <laughs> I said Bono Bono I just played Bono Terran, that's why. Okay. So Bono fucking he is a he's a humanitarian. He's a guy everybody likes, right? There we go.
3: I don't know. He does good things. Yeah. I could jam to you too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Some it. of it's
1: really good. Yeah. Some of it, yeah. Joshua it. Tree. Yeah. Good it's a good too. album. Excellent. Take me. So when you guys see the new album coming to fruition, hopefully, I would say,
3: I'd realistically, say spring. Spring of 2019,
1: spring. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This spring. Yeah. Oh, I actually want to start back.
3: working on it right now. And so <laughs> we have a
4: lot of shows booked up this month, and we're kind of.
1: What do you guys got coming up?
4: We're playing at the uh, Blind Pig in Ann Arbor on oh, Wednesday. Nice, which is, is, is kind of a cool one. And then we have
2: doubleheader on Saturday. We play the Mommy Summer Fair in the afternoon, and then we're playing um, the, the Mail Pouch in the Haskins. Mail Pouch Saloon in Haskins yeah. at night.
0: Yeah, and
1: that. Do you guys can you do? Do you guys do like full nights? Like do you yeah. guys? Okay, so, so you guys yeah. can be a working band as well. Right. Yeah.
2: So the. The mommy star and fair we're playing about 50 minutes, so we'll go up there and we'll crush our original stuff, yeah. and then the Haskins one we'll play 12, 13 covers and mix it in with our original stuff. Yeah, so
3: definitely like the shorter sets.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy playing for three hours. I think yeah. it can be kind of lackluster. Daunting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exhausting. Especially exhausting. Especially when there's no, w- you lose interest halfway through. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like you get through and then you notice like. People are getting up from dinner and you see like the waitresses flipping the tables and you're still playing and you're like, well we don't need to play for three
3: hours yeah, they, didn't, they didn't come there to see you they
4: came there to eat, eat but in a way those shows pay for our albums right and they so you pay have to do them. equipment mm-hmm. or they pay for gas when we go on to play there right
1: is time. nothing wrong with yeah. being a working musician
4: i like it i enjoy i enjoy the fuck out of it that's not bad well oh, no, no no
2: i i i, I would no love no no be,
1: i get what you're saying dude. i'd love to
2: be a working musician if we got to play an hour to an hour and a half mm-hmm. every time and get paid like the long shows yeah like that would be ideal that's i think that would yeah. be the best for us that's how we when we play the best anyway mm-hmm. like when we play go up the albert tavern and play 45 minutes we kick ass yeah, like smash it's straight up get up there do your best job and it's not exhausting you get off and you feel great yeah, it's because
3: mm-hmm. we can condense all of our best songs into a shorter set right rather than start playing our b-sides during a three-hour <laughs> set and I don't even want to listen to that. You got, you got you Farmer know. Joe sitting well, that's at the bar, like yelling too. like, "Can covers. you play
2: some Kenny Chesney?" And it's like, <laughs> "You, hey, you got some weird we requests." playing sometimes. Kenny Chesney. We had someone ask, we had someone ask bon Jovi. if we could play some Bon Jovi, and we're. <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, "What are you thinking right bon now?"
4: Well, that was a moment when I realized we probably should have left. <laughs> hey, we should How just packs, pack up. Are we supposed to play well, you don't need to pay us. us. it's like obviously these people are not interested in us. Yeah, not interested in us. Right.
1: So. But maybe we shouldn't do talk too negatively. No, it. but you got to think about also your market. This is a very, very fucking working class market, and I, I think exactly. I talked to this about with Jason Ram, fucking from Funk Factory. We talk about it's a very blue class market at blue, blue collar, blue collar. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so you think about like they go to work at Jeep all day and they fucking did a fucking sixteen hour shift, and that's one of ten that they did in a row, and their fucking pension got cut and their wife's a bitch and like <laughs> all they want to do is go to a fucking bar have some drinks and listen to fucking kenny chesney you yeah, know exactly. what I mean? like I they don't want to hear a 20 minute jam out why these young kids are up there fucking uh-huh. exactly or maybe circle jerking you know <laughs> or maybe it'll make their day who knows i mean no like, you're absolutely like oh right.
4: shit at least somebody's doing something. yeah i think that's that's definitely minority when you go out and
2: you see older people who really enjoy our mm-hmm. music or even just any J- yeah. band music any younger band music that's really cool but most of the time it's these people that no, want to hear see like well okay. they want to hear what they want Our hear. music
4: is actually very palatable so I think a lot of older people do like it younger people dig it it just really has to do with the venue it has to do with how we promoted the show you know that's it is music being in a band is what you make of it unless you have somebody that's running the show for you but like mm-hmm. it's so It just depends on the venue and and who you get there, and and people can be into it. And some places aren't the best to play. So, some people you might get, you know, 10 old people that aren't going to be into it. And some places you might get a packed house and make $800 and everybody's into it. So, it is what it is. It's just hit or miss.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm just talking on the fact that we are in a certain area that is fucking very much a working class area, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just that, like, you... Trying to understand how sometimes you can have a bad night or at least a, a... conflict, you know, with somebody in the crowd screaming Freebird and you, like, <laughs> exactly. dude, I'm not a jukebox. I fucking, I'm here doing my thing. Exactly. When you have someone <laughs> coming up and asking
2: you to play songs and you don't know, it's like, who the hell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> bon Jovi. I
2: would never do that. <laughs> I would Stevie Nicks. That.
1: I got a good one. My wife, so me and my wife do a fucking acoustic act, and this was like just last Tuesday. And, uh, not this last one, the one before that. But we were just playing Bono Tavern, and, uh, we're sitting here playing like Corinne Bailey Ray, erica badu like real soul r&b mm-hmm. shit and this dude's like bob slager yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, which is fine which is fine but he wasn't even a patron of the bar he was on his porch across the street <laughs> watching us from his porch Screw bob slager and then we fucking played it <laughs> which was nice. the shit nice. my wife went and but we played old time rock and roll Oh, Blues nice. progression? You Probably know, made his day. Super set. Yeah, what did too? He was like, Arr. he had like the <laughs> best seat in the house. But you know, like those are the things that you run across, and I, I guess the whole point is that you gotta just be mindful of what you're, where you're at. You know, it's just, just being mindful and, yeah, and understanding right. that like maybe you're playing the male pouch, and maybe you are playing the Farmer Joe from Swantucky. And fuck it, you know. And I'm not talking shit about the mail pumps because I'm trying to play there too, <laughs> but um, yeah. it's it's, the, it's just like you are, uh, you know, you are playing for an audience. Mm-hmm. And in the end, you're there to really entertain.
2: And it'd be great to reach a point where you don't have to think like that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. People are there
1: to see you, right? If you mm-hmm. can get
2: to a point where you're playing what you want to play every night and. You don't have people yelling Bob's here at you. <laughs> that'd be that'd be that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. You, if You can here. go play an hour and a half of exactly what you want to play. That's, I think, what I hope we're
1: striving for. Definitely sometimes. a dream. A little far I'm out. Sure. But but you guys are ten years in. That's not that far. You can. I think you guys. I mean, if you guys focus in and fucking really applied yourself, that would be it. Now, I'm sorry if that came off wrong. Like you haven't been applying yourself. Not at all. But you know, like you I don't really think so. Been I think. Trying. <laughs> a 10 year bond is amazing and you don't you can't just go and buy that you know you can't right. buy a 10 year we were, kids we were very
3: young when we started so a lot and of you guys experiences that we had and as men, exactly as
1: young men and as musicians and mm-hmm. we had girlfriends and experiences and so heartaches and whatever the fuck it is makes you a better artist mm-hmm. there you go pain
3: art pain suffering suffering. suffering happy times isolation.
1: isolation positivity bro Oh, uh, we're, so back, we're back. We're back. I'm just,
4: I'm not even talking depression. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, depression, creeping alcoholism. In, man. I, I fucking yeah. It, I had a really bad bout when I moved here over winter. It was like, I mean, winter blues. Time. Yeah, man, we all we all like, get that. I know. I'm from here, man. I, I right. know what it's like to dig your fucking car out of the snow. You know, like yeah, I driving it for just, like ten years straight. You know? <laughs> Make I it real did it for twenty three years. Shit, man. And now I'm back, baby. I'm back, and I had to do it this year. Well, yeah, coming <laughs> back from San Diego is a fucking uh, time like just goddamn. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I honestly think that digging your car out of the snow builds a certain kind of character that lacks in California. Like, there's a lot of spineless little bitches in California that oh, you can I just, can imagine. Yes. <laughs> it was sunbaked, fucking permanently hot tubbed, like, just fucking, you know, like, eh, what's going on? That's up, funny because I was in the Santa
3: off. Monica area and oh, I, t- I talked funny. to one of the vendors that were there and, and they asked me, they're like, you're from the East Coast, aren't you? And I was like, how'd you know? Like, I can just tell by the way you're you are basically mm. yeah, everybody cares, else yeah. there doesn't want to have anything to do with each other basically. It's kind of the vibe I got there. I, I don't yeah,
1: know. to California, like everything outside of California is like the East Coast or Midwest. Uh-huh. And like, they always say, Aren't you from Idaho or Iowa? <laughs> like, how dare you say? <laughs> I'm from Toledo, <laughs> bitch. <baby. laughs> Which, no, you can't call me. Uh, so what 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 are you guys' goals like 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 immediate goals like attainable goals that that can happen right now besides finishing this album? What are like goals that you can that you want to accomplish that big, are very attainable? Uh, bigger shows, yeah, bigger or high
4: profile venues, and um, maybe have you know hundreds of thousands of listeners. Yeah, I feel you?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, you—is your guys stuff up on Spotify? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I found you guys. I think on Bandcamp or something. We're on everything. I, yeah, we're pretty yeah, much everything. on everything. We would recommend Spotify or iTunes. I feel it. Um. Yeah. Me too, man. Uh, so. So you just right now it's just playing bigger venues. I think, yeah. Bigger building venues, more of an audience, more listeners, more
2: listeners, and being able to play our own stuff, like, without having to worry about. Playing a bunch of covers, or mm-hmm. like have people enjoy when you play your own stuff. I think that's the most important thing. And you don't. I don't want to be like a cover band. Like, and think about what we've done the past couple of years. And if you are a cover band, sometimes you sit there and think, what What, what do we have that's tangible? And they don't have anything that's tangible. Right. So. But that's the only way to make money sometimes, so you have to mix in the covers a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: and some so. people, that's all they want to do is just, I just want to jam on the weekends and fucking make a little extra money. It's true. Nothing wrong that with that. Thing. Yeah. No, it's like, it's not dying that, but some people have bigger aspirations. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, I usually ask this for, when I'm talking to musicians, is like, what is a, um, what is a, um, shit, how do I frame this? I've asked this like 150 fucking times. Um, how <laughs> What is a obstacle that you've overcome with your playing, uh, and this could be in the past or something you're working on currently, something that you're trying to get past um, currently or in the past, or if you did, how did you get past it? Like with your playing or singing, it, how it pertains to your music. A lot of well, well st- the biggest
3: hurdle yeah, <laughs> would be the uh, the drummers changing every like year. I'm
1: saying like with your own personal playing.
3: Oh, okay. Mm.
1: I
2: think trying to be creative. Like, okay, so after making so many albums, you sit there and you think, and you're playing the same songs all the time, and sometimes you go a month without creating a good song, but then it does come up. So I think just trying to keep it going, keep it fresh, something that's fun, something that you enjoy doing it still.
1: So you personally want to just focusing on your writing and over yeah Yeah. i
2: think writing songs can be hard sometimes it is when we start when we start writing songs especially us three together like sometimes right now we're not in a writing phase we have not started writing nearly half the album yet well lyrically at least but when we do start i'm sure it's just going to come like we'll write six songs in a month Hmm. So
1: is that how it usually works?
2: It that usually that's it's how like June dry
1: for a long time, and we, then all of a sudden you just dump a yeah. big load. We wrote big nearly bang. Like
2: all of June within a two month period. Like all the lyrics were done within about a two month period, hmm. and it was kind of just like a burst of creativity. Yeah, those are fun. So,
1: so it's just getting past those plateaus. Yeah,
2: sometimes you sit there and you're getting mad at practice, and no one's no one has any lyrics, and you're not sure who's going to sing what,
1: mm-hmm. and. Then all of a sudden it hits and it sounds really great. Yeah. What what's how about you, Chris? What personally would you like to like work on or currently working or Uh, have worked uh, on in the past? Like obstacles to get over or what? I mean Yeah, with your playing. Like like for instance, my left hand on piano isn't as strong as my right hand, so I constantly run drills with that. Uh. So I'm talking about like which your answer was great. Thank you. Oh (laughs) becoming a better musician. I guess I don't know, I guess practice
4: scales more it just depends on what i'm into at the time i don't know sometimes mm. i try not to do certain things because that's like kind of like creating your own, your own obstacle for it it's like oh well, i'm not going to try to do like pantonic solos in this i'm going to try to do more like expressive stuff that sounds weird with effects mm. you know And or it's just like phases that i'll like put myself into that kind of create a sound for a certain bunch of songs but i guess the Mm, so I don't know. I don't really have obstacles that I think like I can't do this. I got to work on this. I just
1: right. Well, what are you working on
4: right now? Yeah. Uh, i have been trying to write more things in major keys to try to be more positive, actually. And uh, <laughs> you too, <laughs> yeah, you do Positivity. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm really trying to hone in on the positivity, like but, like personally as well, <laughs> or just musically. Well, yeah, a little bit both, I guess. But I mean, that's a constant like thing that people work on all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Uh, like I was saying, I'm very pessimistic. My wife's this ray of positivity. It's like almost like off-putting, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not like fake. It's like a, a pure, genuine positive. But she's like thing. nice to be around. So. She's wonderful. People, people just want to be around her. She has this great magnetism. Um, but yeah, I like m- for me personally, just trying Musically. to not. Oh, oh. Musically, yeah, but not really. I really like minor key stuff. So, so do I. I it don't just really seems so about, natural. Yeah. To me, to play
4: in minor keys, it just keys. feels better. Or I feel it, it sounds really nice to go from like a major to like a minor. Mm-hmm. It's like really offsetting, right. you know. And then ones can be uplifting off of the minor, you know. Yeah. And it's like kind of a nice little songwriting tip, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I actually, me and my wife are writing a song for somebody right now, and we, um, we—it's so cool. I kind of want to keep it. She don't like it, but it's cool because it almost starts off like it's a, a like a sixty soul, like very like on the uh, one, you know, like yeah. ding, 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 you know, hitting it. But so it, it's kind of like a blues progression, one, four, five. Um, minor, and then for the hook, it it all changes into a fucking major, and it has this awesome effect uh, that fucking doesn't change completely to where you're like, this is a different song, but it adds something interesting to the ear with the lyrics provided, because we have to write around these lyrics, so it's kind of like a weird challenge for us, because that's not how we work. What does your wife play? Well, actually, she was just a vocalist her whole life, and about five years ago, she picked up the ukulele. Well, she picked up my ukulele there we go. that I got for my birthday. Yeah, I'm calling you out. <laughs> uh, and she started playing that. And, um, yeah, so now I just for her birthday, her birthday was last, this weekend, Saturday. And I gave her a baritone ukulele, Ooh. one that can plug in and shit. So we're going to add that to the act. And, nice. So cool. she sings and plays, and she's also an actress, which is new. But she's okay. doing Well, she gets a paycheck for it, so I can't. She's not doing bad. Nice, nice. not bad, yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh no, we just talked to you, did we?
3: Did uh, we, did no, I answered the question completely wrong the first time. So you uh, didn't. Let you me, did, uh, no, there's let, no wrong But um, I me, mean, I, I think I just need to practice on like some scales and stuff. Um, I get, I get very bored of doing that. Yeah, um, morning. But I always listen to music, and I'll listen to how. Basically the drummer is more important to me, Of course, and, tempo. and, and how they, yeah, tempo. tempo, and, um...
4: I guess that would be a struggle sometimes, too.
3: Yeah, you know, just some time, like, keeping, keeping like your
4: time. what, time. what, what, what tempo, you you might have, like, a couple chords that you just made on an acoustic guitar or whatever, a few chords, and it, it sounds real folky, but then you, like, play it to, like, a certain tempo that's more a beat. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of want to make music that people can dance to, to a certain point, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. there's certain beats per minute I guess 108 beats per minute makes the girls shake their asses it's a scientific <laughs> scientifically <Scientically> proven, proven. <laughs> so it's um, yeah yeah that's kind of keep that in mind like play to a uh, metronome you know yeah but I don't have any two
3: major hurdles that I'm trying to get over right now um, I'm pretty consistent with my playing
2: I don't think like when we when we think of us ourselves musically I don't think we th- I would think, oh, we can't do this.
1: Oh, we can't yeah. make this. Well, I, and that's not how I wanted the question to come off because I, I, the way I frame it is, like, how are you overcoming it and not how is it holding you back? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. How yeah. is how is your playing holding you back music?
3: When it comes to <laughs> writing, kind of funny. when it comes to uh, learning covers, which we've been doing lately, I find it really helpful to remember the lyrics by writing every single one of them down Same on way. a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And after I do that, I literally know it by heart.
1: I do that with chord progressions though. Like I'll write it out because I don't yeah. generally sing like main parts. I just do backups, so I can usually memorize that fine. But it's like for like chord progressions when I'm working with like a new band, I usually just uh, I, I write it out each time before the gig. I okay. will go through the set list, write out the chord progressions it helps. all the way. It's through. amazing what that
3: does actually. It,
1: yeah, for sure. You are like Engraves looking it. at it. visual, it's tactile. You're like, Meh, you know, doing exactly. Thing. Um,
3: oh. I need to head out. Cool, man. Um, Thank you for, for fucking thanks, Mike, doing this it. with me. You guys I'm about to wrap up. Fine.
1: too. I got to get out of here as well. So. All right, thanks a lot, Mike. Bye, uh, yeah, Elliot. Yes. <sighs> Have a good night, man. Be safe. I got to go hang something. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know what that means. Yeah, I was Girl, gonna say. yeah, he's got to lay <laughs> hey. <he's> some pipe. <laughs> is, that what you, is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,. I, I don't know I I'm just I love this question um, Have you guys ever seen that show that Jerry Seinfeld show It's called Comedians in Car Getting Coffee I love that show It's amazing right um, Have you seen the new season yet I haven't seen much of the new season but I have some f-
4: favorite episodes you
1: know. D- Did you watch the Dave Chappelle one That was good
4: I haven't seen that one no. I saw like the Steve Martin or like Fred Armisen or Will oh. Ferrell or you yeah. know Kevin Hart was the funniest one I thought.
1: Uh, just like just looking at him just like visually he's just funny you know like he just like will farrell visually chris farley just visually you look at them and they are funny like yeah it's just they radiate that uh well the new season there's this part where dana carvey kind of starts interviewing Jerry Seinfeld and he asked the most beautiful question I've ever had so I've been incorporating it and it's a little weird it's a little weird but like it's not because in the vein of positivity uh when do you feel most loved hmm that's a tough question um maybe do you need to work on your positivity sir (laughs) Uh, no I guess maybe I mean music has a music isn't really a thing
4: You can't really put, like, it's not like a material, but it's like a feeling that you put into, it comes out of you, you know?
1: And it doesn't have to pertain to music and be like on a, something like you're with your family and you like... People. Well, yeah, I mean, there's
4: family and there's people that make you feel loved, to, you know. that's and, and there's about, no
1: wrong question, but... Uh, answer, I think I'd like way. to
4: apply it. I mean, but like I think music really is a, a strong love of mine. That's and But true. I like the way it makes people feel. Mm-hmm. And, and the positivity that you get out of people after you play, whether it's real or not real, it feels good, so it's kind of uplifting. And I think a lot of musicians... Um, might struggle with that a little bit you know mm-hmm. because when you're not getting it you're like ah oh, you know you feel mm-hmm. terrible but you know i but family as well and, and people that i really like spending time with and new friends and you know or you know good friends at work and stuff like that it's
1: being around people you like yeah
4: or, you know doing things that i love yeah
1: know. i like that that's a good answer. Sorry, I didn't mean to like try. I felt like I was almost correcting you. Like, no, that is not how we. But that's <laughs> such a stupid. Th- I'm learning. I'm still learning. I'm 140. That's times a deep question. That's a very. I know. I know. <laughs> but I love that question so much because it's it is like. It's a good question. Yeah. It's like, how do you? What was it again? Uh, when do you feel most loved? Oh,
2: okay. I think I like think it's nine. when I'm like in a new place, like visiting a new place on vacation with my fiance, like it is awesome. I feel like. I feel loved and I feel like exciting, excited and everything. So like, oh, that's beautiful. It's no, but like traveling, it's, it's crazy. That, like we try to visit somewhere sort of new or sometimes go back to other places. Like we've been in New York, Boston, Miami, um, Chicago. And I feel like it's not almost not even like it's a feeling of being loved, obviously, but it's like a feeling of like loving everything else too. And you're with your best friend. Yeah. It's like your best friend, your lover, everything. And then you're also seeing all these new things or meeting new people like you're next to the ocean sometimes and, um, and then you come home and it's like you have this whole new experience and it's almost like you have like a love for the world and you feel love back and it's that's like that's when I feel the most loved or even the most like excited about life and stuff.
1: That, See, I like that. And, that. and that's how we can end this. Two people that right?
4: are best friends, you know, that have completely different answers. But it's it's funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's good. Because, I mean, like, if you guys were all the same person, like, you know, like, we like all the same thing. Blah, blah, exactly. Blah, blah. Like, what kind of variety? Do you, I mean, do you think that you would have the variety of genres that you guys are able to kind of put together? Or do you think... No, I more think
2: us a... being different, all of us yeah. being different is the best thing about us, like our band. Um, like... When 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 cri- Yeah, that's it's right there. It might Probably. be a plane.
4: We're kind of by the airport. But like... That's definitely a plane. Oh,
2: okay. No, well, that's a train. Train? Right there. Oh, it is. But, um... Like, we all bring stuff to table, and we never... Nearly never shoot it down. Like, if it's actually bad, then we, we'll just be like... We'll jam it on a little bit, and we'll be like, okay, we'll put it away. It's like, that doesn't
1: work, okay. But most of the
2: time, like, if someone brings something to the table... It's accepted within us and it's
1: all different too. Yeah, so. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good way to end on a positive note. It's beautiful. Um, so, this probably is not going to come out until not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. Cool. So, is there any gigs or how can people get a hold of you? Uh, well, we're playing at the Browns Boar. Um, I, I don't have a list of shows. That's board. okay. I mean, just whatever you can remember.
4: The Browns Boar, like in the middle of August. Well, get, stay, look us up on Facebook. Sacred Harvest
2: festivals yeah. coming up. Oh
4: yeah, and we I think we're playing
2: Friday night. We have a show to. that Saturday of it, I believe. Yeah. But me I too. think um, we're playing Friday night. Okay, cool. I think so, we're playing the same night. Yeah. Sweet.
1: The so, Green Session uh, is playing too. So that should be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. And like, and that's another reason why I was starting to talk to more of the bands, especially because they're involved with this little weird project that they're doing out in Grand Rapids, Ohio. I just. Those guys are cool, man. I love those guys. Mm-hmm. I get it. I was jammed with those guys. Waxy. Wax? <laughs> uh, that's wax-tastic, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the guys in the band is wax.
4: Travis. That's that's his nickname is wax. Yeah, Waxy. Yeah,
1: because that's how someone Andrew, brought him up. They worm. Somebody brought him up. Was like, oh yeah, have you talked to Waxy? I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know who the fuck Waxy is. And anyways, that's irrelevant. Uh, okay, cool. So, Facebook. You guys got a website or anything? Yeah, just look us up on Facebook, look us up on Spotify, look us up on Listen to our music. Yeah, human and juice iTunes, box. Human
4: Juice Box, you know. Human juice. Look human, up human. Us, follow us on juice, Instagram. Juice, juice. Yeah. Like our posts.
1: Box, box, box. Share f- them.
4: Share them. Make us feel important. <laughs> Let us know that we should continue playing music.
1: We all need now digital we'll validation. validation. Digi- <laughs> <laughs> Not only do we need like the validation from random strangers after we get done playing, but we also need your digital validation. Yeah. Your, um, your, needed, well, we're just gonna your money validation. We're just going to lose it. <laughs> we just going to start flipping shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the Sacred Heart Festival is the September 7th through 9th. Tickets are on sale right now, actually, and uh, Green Acre Session has the contest going. Exactly. I just watched free. it today. Did you watch that video? I watched it today. It's so me and Jason were just being retarded. It was good though. I shouldn't say that. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we're being silly. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that contest is still going on. If you fucking just go to Greenacre Sessions on Facebook, just share the video, like it, and then tag two friends in it, and you'll be entered into a contest to win a free ticket to the. Help me out, guys. Sacred. Sacred Harvest Music and Arts Festival. When you can go. Exactly. To Okay, guys, thank you so much for yeah, inviting me you. to your, like, sanctuary and, uh, you know, being open with me and and uh, going along with it. I know it got kind of weird there for a second, so I appreciate you guys sort of rolling around with I still it.
2: love Anthony Kiedis.
1: Oh, hey, cool. Uh, we're going back to this.
2: No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: he, like, Chris tried so hard to, like, maneuver. <laughs> that got <laughs> so weird. All right.
2: No, but, yeah, it was really nice talking to you, Oh,
1: yeah, it yeah, was nice talking to Human Juice Box, everybody. I want to thank Human Juice Box for inviting me into their sanctuary to chat it up. And I had a great time. I hope they did, too. Uh, You can catch them at the second annual Sacred Harvest Festival out in uh, Grand Rapids, Ohio. Um, You can get tickets at sacredharvestmusicfest.com. And check out Human Juice Box on Facebook. They're facebook.com slash humanjuicebox. And, uh, you know, stay up to date. Follow them. Contact them. Admire them. You can check out all their albums or, or their music on Spotify. You can check out their last album, Portrait of June. And be on the lookout for their uh, their newest album, which is coming out soon. I don't know when, but soon. They're in the middle of recording right now. So uh, I don't know when that's coming out, but it will eventually. Please write the show, we speak English good at gmail.com. You can let me know what you think. Um, and you can check out the barren wasteland that is the we speak English good net. Remember that dot net because the the Chinese hacked our. our, our, our website and um, they ran up a bunch of chargers because they were running their traffic through our website somehow and so they didn't have to pay for that traffic and we did and that's just what happened. I don't know if that makes sense. That doesn't even make sense to me. Anyways, here's the part where I start rambling on. (laughs) Leave a review on iTunes. um, Share the... Subscribe, share anywhere you get your uh podcast oh my god i I i'm very caffeinated right now so i'm just stumbling over my words so let's just end this let's end this now okay guys we'll see you next week take care of fellow human beings hjs for everybody bye